It's about uh, empowering those agents to do what they do really well, which is be risk advisors, right? Consult on risk and not worry about these other things. And so that's why we philosophically believe in empowering the agent. At Insurance Radio, we love sharing new technologies and services to help you serve your clients well. Today, we have such an opportunity with co-founder of Ascend, Andrew Wynn. Most people just want their insurance and they want to move on. And so they want simplicity and ease to get that. Um, and they want a modern experience, right? And so uh, we want to enable that for the agency and for them to own that customer experience without the traditional work associated with agency bill, meaning paying the markets and collecting the money and figuring out how to do debit cards and all that stuff. So if you've ever wanted an easier and more affordable way to manage the funds flow around your practice while owning your customer's experience, you're going to want to take a few minutes to enjoy this episode of InsuranceRadio.com. And we're thrilled to have Andrew with us today. Andrew, thank you very much for your time and for speaking with us. Thanks, John. It's my pleasure. and I'm glad to be here. Perfect. Well, I don't want to bury the lead because what you guys have, I think, is different. I am not familiar with it. I'll have to admit I was not very familiar with the concept until uh, we, we spoke last week. And in learning more about it, I think it's pretty phenomenal. Why don't you give the stakeholders in the conversation kind of the 30,000 foot view of what Ascend is and what you guys do? Yeah, certainly. Um, so Ascend is a software product. We are an, an all-in-one payments platform purpose-built for insurance. What that means is a bunch of things to different people, but at a high level, uh, we handle the payment transaction from the insured, whether that and allow you know, them to pay digitally. We can handle you know, pay in full with a credit card, ACH, uh, wire. We can also handle rate plans. And when there is no rate plan, we also offer point of sale premium financing. And once that insured has paid, then that's kind of the, the, the tip of the iceberg. After that is where the real magic happens, which is we do our best to move those funds through all of the different stakeholders in the insurance value chain. So uh, typically that means netting a commission to a retailer, maybe paying a commission uh, to a wholesaler or MGA, and then uh, funding that carrier directly. So not only do we give that customer a really good modern sort of 2022 type, you know, online payment experience. We also automate and operationalize what is often today a very manual time intensive, you know, writing checks and sending invoices process and allow you as whether you're an MGA or carrier underwriting or an agent selling to focus more on, you know, your unique capability rather than figuring out where the money's going. You said something last week when we spoke about owning the relationship. Yes. And I really cued in on that and want you to speak about how this, well, first of all, I want to, I want to get this out of the way. How much does it cost? Zero dollars, free to agents. And there's a couple of reasons for that. There's no such thing as a free lunch, right? So I'll be very candid that we make money on financing, of course, right? As lots of companies do, but we see that as a really just like tool and way into this, what we believe to be a much bigger opportunity, which is powering these funds flows right? And handling what, again, is a very time intensive operational process. Um, and so, you know, we know that there's other ways to monetize that premium dollar downstream from people who have a more vested interest like carriers, right? And so if we can get a carrier, what would have been an agency bill dollar that normally took them 30, 60, 90 days to, to you know, hit their account in 
24 or 48 hours because it's done automated rather than, um, you know, sitting in trust accounts and waiting for borderos to go and all that stuff. Um, that's very valuable to a business that makes money effectively in investing dollars. And so, you know, by giving it away to the agent, that allows us greater opportunity downstream to uh, monetize those carriers. Um, and so that's kind of the first answer to that question, which is the mechanical answer. The second is more philosophical, which is, and we believe that independent agents are the best way for both carriers, but moreover for customers to get insurance, right? And so we want to enable and empower those agents. And I don't think that means that insurance distribution is going to look like it did 20 years ago, right? I also don't think the opposite of that is true either, which obviously, I obviously don't think this, that independent agents are going away. It's about uh, empowering those agents to do what they do really well, which is be risk advisors, right? Consult on risk and not worry about these other things. And so that's why we philosophically believe in empowering the agent. 50 years ago, everything was agency built, right? Carriers were manufacturers of policies and they were sold through distributors, just like Nike makes shoes and Foot Locker sells them, right? No one is paying Nike for the shoes. People are paying Foot Locker. That's how it was, you know, 50 years ago where pretty much everything was agency build. And then it came to a point where carriers had the dollars, right, effectively to invest in these payment solutions and other technologies as well, but payment solutions being an example, as well as the motivation, which is what we talked about earlier, which is getting those dollars faster, right? That's very important to carriers. And so that's where we shifted to this idea of direct bill. And I think we're, in my opinion, kind of at the tail end of direct bill uh, as a predominant sort of obvious choice to make uh, because with Ascend and other, you know, generally, right, technology will help make running an agency more efficient. We want to give the agent the convenience of direct bill, which is the money just works, right? But the benefit of agency bill, which means, to your point, I own that customer experience, right? They're interacting with me, Andrew's Insurance, for all of their policies, not pay online at the Hartford for my BOP and go to Berkshire for whatever and go to XYZ finance company for my other, you know, my commercial auto. It's all through Andrew's insurance, right? And that's ultimately what customers want. They want to, one, they want ease and simplicity, right? They don't, frankly, like it, maybe it's a hot take, but we care much more about the carriers and the rating and, you know, all that stuff. Most people just want their insurance and they want to move on. And so they want simplicity and ease to get that. Um, and they want a modern experience, right? And so uh, we want to enable that for the agency and for them to own that customer experience without the traditional work associated with agency bill, meaning paying the markets and collecting the money and figuring out how to do debit cards and all that stuff. To your point, being carrier agnostic, what lines of business do you work with? Is it yeah. just PNC or um, mostly PNC, some other stuff, but PNC is kind of our sweet spot, uh, personal lines and commercial. Um, so, you know, ultimately we want to be able to power and, and handle hundred percent of an agency's payments, right? There's no point if we can't, you know, it's like going to the grocery store and the grocery store is everything you want, except for milk, right? It's like, well, I still have to go to another grocery store, right? On this portal that you all have for that agency, is it co-branded? Uh, no, it's branded to the agency. We okay, have like sorry. a small powered by Ascend at the bottom. It's very 
small and we're not even married to that. Like that's just there because right. it's there. You know, we have no interest in owning or being in that customer experience. I mean, one, I don't know, there's no ego around it, but number two is much more practical is we will never cross sell or want to interact with that insured on anything simply, right? There's no, no relationship that we have with that insured that will be ever hold a candle to the value you have by interacting with them. And so that's very, very valuable real estate to the agent and pretty useless to us. So we have no, you know, you should have it. Right. Um, and that's why, that's how we think about it. Logistically, what does that look like? If I've got uh, my agency website that some consultant built for me and we think it's beautiful, is it a link or a button that you guys put on the website or, or how does that work? Yeah. You know, we can be really flexible on, on how you want to do that. Right. And, um, Ultimately, our focus is about meeting customers where they are, insureds where they are. And so what that looks like for your agency might be different. Uh, we can build it into a portal, right? Where the payment is just completed on the portal. That's pretty rare in, in obviously independent insurance distribution. Much more commonly, the way we work is you can come into our portal and either enter all the information in manually, or we can integrate with an AMS so that all that's pre-filled. You know, we don't want to our goal again is to make it simple for you. So eliminate double entry, right? So assume there's an AMS integration, essentially all that policy information will be sent to Ascend and we will automatically create a checkout link that can be either automatically emailed to the insured. You can send it to via text message or you can just sit next to them in your office and pull it up and you know go through the payment together. Totally up to you. You can put that link on an invoice that you're, you know, we can generate the invoice with a link that can be sent to them or whatever, uh, but very flexible on that. Again, all about meeting that customer where they are today. Talk a little bit about the opportunities and challenges of the modernization of insurance infrastructure, uh, kind of what you guys are seeing. And I, I want you to talk about your background here in just a moment, yeah. but I want to start with where you are right now and what you guys have seen and are seeing. One thing we think a lot about, right, is insurance is a really complicated business, right? And it's, it's, I think a lot of outsiders have a tendency to oversimplify it. And that has resulted in some interesting businesses, right, that, you know, have, have borne out. But there's two vectors that any insurance business needs to work on, right? One is the insurance product. So whether you're a carrier who is creating new products, whether that's, you know, cyber insurance that has been invented, right? Someone had to invent that insurance product. That is very complicated work. We have no idea how to do that. We don't pretend to know. We don't know about underwriting. We don't know about limits. We are not insurance people in that regard at all. We will never pretend to be. Uh, and then on the other vector that folks need to build is the customer experience of how do we actually get this very complicated product that we've manufactured into the hands of customers in the way they want. And I think what we've seen in the past is uh, a lot of folks building new insurance businesses, whether that's a carrier or an MGA or an agency have underestimated the complexity of the insurance product. And I think we see that borne out in, you don't have to look very far at insurtech loss ratios to figure that out, right? Conversely, credit where credit's due, those businesses have built amazing distribution mechanisms, bar none. They have met the customers where they are better than the incumbents in the space. Conversely, the best insurance product in the world 
is probably undiscovered. They have done a really good job of building the insurance product, but a very poor job of the consumer experience and consumer product to distribute that. And so if I'm modernizing an existing insurance company, it's really hard because I need to build a consumer product and there aren't insurance specific infrastructure tools for that. Or if I'm building a new insurance company, company meaning carrier, MGA or distributor, it's very hard because there aren't the underwriting infrastructure tools needed to you know, build those. And so we picked our battle, right? And we said, great, there's an opportunity to build for insurance infrastructure. We don't know anything about underwriting, so we're not going to build products there, right? Like that would be crazy. We do know about e-commerce. We do know about payments. We do know about operationalizing efficiency. Uh, and so we realized that if we built industry-specific payments infrastructure for insurance, which really has nothing to do with the insurance product, right? By and large, it's just the insurance funds flows. We would enable folks to modernize their businesses more effectively without having to build these things from the ground up. So that was a very long-winded answer. Well, no, that's the perfect answer because not everybody has an IT department in the back that can that's right. make that happen. And it's certainly not going to be for free. That's right. And But why would you specialize, right? Like, And if we can build a business being the best payments product, even the biggest carrier won't have the same level of investment and care and resources as we will because we're uniquely focused on payments and payments infrastructure. And the carrier has a million other things to focus on. So, you know, think of us as a building block, right, in this building block of building your insurance business. And as an agency, that means like, yeah, I have to get carrier appointments. I have to worry about compliance. I have to find customers. Like, why would I, why would I try to compile a payments product or payments stack in some way, right? And so you understand why folks have just said, you know what, screw it, direct bill. But if I can get some of those benefits that we just talked about, that's what we, that's what we're trying to do. If you don't mind, I'd, I'd love to hear how you got into this space because yeah. uh, anybody can go on LinkedIn and see your background. It, it's it's pretty fascinating, but uh, how did Andrew get to this get to this? Everyone place has their how did I how did I end up in insurance moment, right? Um, yeah, and so uh, definitely atypically, right? Like I said, we're not insurance people by family or generation or anything like that. Um, uh, but how we ended up here, we being my co-founder and I, uh, his name is Praveen Chakuri. We worked together for uh, upwards of eight years now. Um, our first job was at a very small tech company, sort of the Silicon Valley trope, right? We went to work in a house, you know, literally someone's house where our desk was, it's actually just down the street from our offices now. So it's funny walking by it. Um, uh, my, my desk was in, a, in the living room and, you know, no furniture except for desks. Um, and that company was about 20 people at the time. And uh, it ended up being, uh, or the company was Instacart. And so we watched that business really just take off and grow um, and become a, you know, the massive, massive, consumer product that it is today. You were an Instacart when it was in somebody's living room. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the house house address in South Park uh, is the name of the street here in San Francisco. Um, it was a house and uh, it was a pretty big house. You know, I won't, won't oversell it too much, but it was definitely a house. Um, and we definitely, you know, lived in it like a house. I was a 20 three-year-old and I would do laundry there because I didn't have laundry at home. So, you know, it was the full, the full startup experience. Um, and uh, anyway, we did that for a while. And as those businesses, you know, business like Instacart just grew so fast that uh, Praveen and I wanted to recreate some of that early fun 
magic and time, right? You know, like, hold on, this was way cooler when we were doing laundry at 7 p.m. at work, not uh, this big corporate company. Uh, and so we started our own company called Shelter, which um, we tried to just copy the Instacart model of a multi-sided marketplace. In Instacart's case, it's, you know, grocery buyers, grocery stores, and shoppers. And so Instacart facilitates, you know, the, the transaction between those three. Uh, and so we said, well, what's another marketplace where there's three or more parties that we can also do the same thing, right? Because we know how to get, you know, people from point A to point B and make sure schedules are, logistics are efficient and all that stuff. Um, and so the business that we chose was, uh, yeah, we named it Shelter, but it was for home services. So it was, you know, home services professionals, trades, trades folks on, trades people on one side, homeowners on the other side sort of needing that. And we're like, well, who, who can distribute it in the same way that we, you know, we had grocery stores at Instacart and we tried realtors. They were like, we don't care. We've sold the house. We tried mortgage lenders. They were like, we don't care. Unless the house burns down, nothing really matters to us. Uh, but then we ended up with insurance businesses, uh, some brokers, some carriers, some MGAs and combinations of all of them at different phases uh, where we actually white labeled our home services product on behalf of that insurance, you know, normally a carrier um, who would offer, you know, shelter home, shelter white labeled. So whether that was home services by Hippo or Swift or Chubb or Pure, whatever it was, uh, and we just powered all the back end. And so we realized that, and at that point we had no idea anything about insurance. We didn't know what an MGA was or a carrier, whatever distribution mechanisms. Um, but that's how we learned um, and got into the market. And, and like I said, was really fascinated and enjoyed it. Um, and we ended up selling that business to an insure tech carrier. Uh, and that's how we sort of saw firsthand what we talked about around how hard it is to build an insurance product and consumer product from the ground up. And that's where we realized, gosh, if we just didn't have to take all of this on and we could outsource pieces using these building blocks, we'd, we'd have a, you know, we'd be able to focus more on these things that matter. Um, and so that's what ultimately led us to start Ascend. Talk about the value to the wholesaler and to the carrier of partnering yeah. with Ascend. Yeah. So I'll first talk a little bit more specifically about the value to the retailer because there are extensions for the wholesaler and carrier. So, you know, on the retailer side, we talked about the front end of, hey, we just, you know, power that, that checkout experience, right? We, we make it buying insurance, just like buying anything online. And typically that's what consumers want. They want ease, right? Um, and again, we brand it to you. So that's the consumer experience. And then once that policy has been paid, let's say it's a thousand dollar policy, um, the insured may have chosen to finance it. They may have paid annually. It doesn't really matter. We're going to take, assuming a 10% commission, a hundred bucks, put it in your operational account the next day. Uh, and then we're going to pay 900 bucks to a wholesaler, right? Great. Your world is easy. You've got your money, you own your customer, everything works. Now the wholesaler still ends up with the same issue that you were having as a retailer, just at a different level before, which is, hey, I have 900 bucks. I need to cash this. I need to figure out which carrier it's through. I need to figure out what my commission is. Let's say it's also hundred bucks. I need to move hundred bucks out of this 900 from my trust account to my working cap, my operational account. And then I have 800 bucks that I need to pay to this carrier at some point. And maybe they're gonna invoice me, maybe I have a border row, but someone is doing that, right? And it's often, you know, challenging. 
And so that same thing that we can do for the retailer, which is net your commission and pay the payable, uh, we can do for the wholesaler, right? And so that wholesaler can just, just pass through and just like it does for you, it's like, great, I'm going to take my hundred bucks and the 800 is going to go on to CNA or whoever the carrier is, right? We can obviously combine those, right? So that there's sort of bulk payments and sort of automated border row, if you will, uh, to those carriers. Um, but for a wholesaler, that's also very compelling, right? It's kind of the same benefit that they get when a carrier direct bills, right? And they just get their commission and they're done, right? That's ultimately what people want. And so that's the value to the wholesaler. Uh, and then the next step is obviously to the carrier, which is in the agency bill use case, right? It's, uh, well, gosh, that used to take me 60 days, right? By the time it's flowed from the retailer to the, to the wholesaler and then up to me, and it might be a mistake, you know, I'm going to get all these different payments from all these different wholesalers and all these different formats. I'm going to jam them together and figure out what's going on. Uh, now, all of a sudden, they get those payments much faster and through a single pipe. So the reconciliation is so much simpler uh, when everything is unified as it as to how it's coming in, uh, as well as with timing, reporting, all that stuff, and ultimately integration to just say, yep, here's this policy because we've tracked the whole dollar the whole way. It's never been out of the system. We can confirm that this is the amount of the commissions have been paid and it's totally trackable. And I know because we have all had that client that God bless them. They, they get the application in, we've you know got the coverage um, and then it takes them forever getting the payment. And yep. you know, them, they may have the link, it, it's going to, and then we get up to 30 days and 60 days, the carriers like, Hey, we're not going to be able to have this coverage. What is the speed, the turnaround, the timeline that you guys have? If I finally, you know, get on my client and say, look, they're really going to terminate your coverage if you don't get the premium yeah. in quickly. You know, depending on the payment method, right? Let's assume we do uh, instant ACH. So instead of five days, which is typical for ACH, we are able to settle it in a day and then we fund the market the next day. Uh, you know, most carriers and wholesalers we work with, we do have payment integrations with them, right? Where we're actually ACHing it to them. And so there might be a little bit of time on their end to realize and recognize, uh, but that's typically on them and something we're working with. If it's the first time we've ever worked with a certain carrier, we might have to mail them a check. So that would be the absolute worst. Uh, but we on our end fund the markets uh, no later than 48 hours after the payment has cleared. And so um, that's that's our, our SLA. And typically it's, in fact, 99% of the time, it's 8 a.m. the next day for anything that cleared uh, the, the previous day. And you, you talked about if it's a carrier we haven't worked with, but when I was looking on your website, between carriers and, and MGA is it's about 4,000 that That's you right. guys have yeah. mapped. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. The places where we haven't worked are generally like my words, uh, like weird Lloyd syndicates or stuff, stuff like that, right? Where it's a very unique coverage. We just had someone who wanted financing for a private island, right? Um, and so God knows who that carrier is, but pretty sure it's not, you know, uh, nationwide. Um, so we figure those out as they come across our, our system, but a vast majority of payments are fully automated. In fact, you know, we track how many payments require an intervention. Um, that's our, one of our operational metrics. Uh, and the past week, this past week was the first week we hit 0%. So everything went automated. And obviously once we've done it once, then it doesn't happen again. Wow. And can the agent or somebody in their office 
uh, track the dollars to make sure that a person has paid. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's also on the empowering and enabling the agent. We give you total visibility into that. Uh, we give you visibility into any email communications that we've sent. Uh, we give you visibility into, um, you know, if they are at risk of cancellation for late payment, we give you all the receipts of their previous payments. We give you total visibility into that. You know, to your point earlier around like late payments, a client who just doesn't want to pay. Um, there's a couple of reasons for that generally, right? One is obviously people want to hold on to their cash, but some of it is also like getting around to it. And so we try to make it really easy and also um, without being spammy, try to sort of apply some of these common experiences of buying of e-commerce, right? Of transacting digitally to insurance payments, which don't exist today. So if you open the, the checkout link, right? And you click in and you see, great, I want to pay. And then you close, you know, we'll remind you, hey, the next day, hey, John, you know, uh, your transaction didn't complete, click here to complete it, right? Or things like that. Um, or if you're late, we'll send you an email. Hey, John, uh, you know, your payment was due yesterday. Um, click here to pay it, right? So same as you would get with pretty much any other online experience yeah. um, and just helping again, meet those customers where they are. Not, hey, your, your bill was due on the 30th. Don't you remember? We didn't tell you. We told you once right through like a weird form. Uh, but then it's on you. We just try to, again, meet them where they are. I would imagine if it comes to claim time, that's between the carrier and the agent and the client. Today, yeah. And ultimately, um, you know, as we think about the end-to-end -end dollar in insurance, right, where a dollar is paid by the insured and 10 cents of that goes to the retailer and 10 cents goes to the wholesaler MGA and 80 cents goes to the carrier and of that 80 cents, and that's where we stop today, right? But at 80 cents, 70 cents of it goes back to the insured and a claim. Ultimately, you know, that's the last piece of the puzzle that we one day want to build so that we can just be the end-to-end -end loop for insurance payments. Um, but today that's outside of the system and it's between the carrier and their existing claims payments processes uh, and the insured with the agent, obviously, refereeing that. But if somebody is listening to this and they say, you know what, that sounds really magical. I, I want to have that integration in my company, how would they go about getting in touch with you all to start a conversation? Yeah, well, um, we would be flattered and, and would love that. Um, and so folks can go to useascend.com. Uh, and I think we can probably put the link in the show notes or something. Um, but from there, you know, you have a bunch of options. You can just sign up, right, and get started. You don't need to integrate. You can do everything uh, through our dashboard. You could be sending an Ascend payment link and half an hour from where you hear this less, right? That's branded to you. Uh, you have to, if you do that, you have to uh, enter the info, right? Like of the insured name and policy info as opposed to pull it in through an integration. But it's a great way to get started, right? You can just try it once. Do my customers like it before I make some investment of integrating my AMS uh, or, or working through that? You don't need to talk to anyone to do that. And again, there's no fee, totally risk-free just to try it and, and go. Um, if you do have questions, you can give us a call. Uh, you could, if you want to see it, right, because you know, we've just been talking, no, no visuals, uh, you can click and see a demo uh, and talk to somebody on a demo, whatever you want, um, you know, however, however you want to pick your own adventure. Um, and we're happy to, to, to chat with you on your terms. And if I'm part of the audience and I think this is fascinating, I want to be involved in this because I, I did say that you've got some opportunities on your website. Who would be a good fit 
for Ascent? Totally. Um, so, you know, like every business, and I think we see this in insurance, especially with agents right now, you know, talent is the most precious commodity we have, right? And so we are always, always, always looking for um, folks who, smart folks who know insurance, who care, right? And want to work on something new and interesting, we think, right? And hopefully they think too. Um, and uh, so they can definitely reach out to me. My email is andrew at useascend.com. Same on the customer side. I'm always available. So if you have a question, just drop me a line. Um, but uh, reach out to Andrew at useascend. The kind of folks specifically that we're looking for um, are folks who understand and uh, really know that independent agent world. And like someone who can be like, hey, maybe I've been an independent agent. I've worked with independent agents a lot. I want to help you and uh, folks who care. Um, and so we always are looking for folks like that, uh, as well as we, we build more features and product to help solve some of these pain points every day that we're just getting started on that front. Uh, so software engineers are, are obviously also something that we are always looking for. Talk about who is your target market. What does the optimal client look like for Ascend? Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll share a little bit about our current focus. Um, I won't say optimal because we want to be able to, again, you know, help everyone. We'd love to move every insurance dollar in the world one day, right? Uh, but the, fo the folks who we're focused on right now and the reason we're focused on them is because this is where we've aligned with where our product is today and the solution we've built where there's the maximum value for both parties, right? Which is win-win. And so we typically focus on independent agents who are doing between 10 and $50 million of premium, not revenue, obviously. Um, these are typically folks who have, you know, bought a family agency, they're the second or third generation, or they're a new, you know, they're back from uh, service and they've started an agency and identified a niche and are growing quickly. And, uh, you know, they want every staff member they have to be all hands on deck producing, right? Rather than dealing with operational things that don't need to be dealt with by people, right? Um, so typically folks like that, uh, we are able to, to help really well. If you're smaller than that, that's fine, right? Like we're able to work with you. And again, you can just come to our website and sign up, right? Like go for it. Um, and if you're larger than that, uh, typically, you know, we can also work with you. We work with some very large brokerages uh, today, but those folks already have the resources, right? They have the accounting teams, they have the payables. So, you know, it's a it's more of an optimization for them rather than a, you know. A missing component. That's right, exactly. And so, you know, that's that 10 to 50, they're like, shoot, we really have to figure this out. Gosh, I don't wanna hire somebody or if I do hire somebody, I want them selling or producing, not paying carriers checks once a week, right? Um, and so that's what, that's our sweet spot today. Excellent. Andrew, thanks so much for your time. I've really enjoyed learning more about Ascend today. I think our audience will as well. Uh, really appreciate and value your time today. John, I appreciate it as well. It's been my pleasure and, and uh, I've enjoyed our conversations and I look forward to having more conversations with the folks uh, who listen. To learn more about partnering with Ascend in your practice, visit useascend.com. You can reach out to Andrew directly at andrew at useascend.com. This episode has been brought to you by LTCI Plans. 
Several states are looking into mandating long-term care coverage. Protect your loved ones from being your caregiver and spending down your assets by creating an LTCI plan today. For more information, visit ltciplans.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. If there's a thought leader or innovation you'd like to hear more about, drop us a line at info at insuranceradio.com. 